attorney, Fox News legal analyst, and two-time New York Times best-selling author. This is The Brief with Greg Jarrett. A new Washington Post-ABC News poll shows that Joe Biden is losing to Donald Trump by 10 percentage points in every category. Voters give the current president the failing grades he's earned on the economy, inflation, wages, the border, you name it. Bidenomics has been a bust. Americans are suffering because of it. And few people want to see him run again for president. His age and obvious mental infirmity are on full display. They're frequently cited. 74% say he is too old to serve another term. But the corruption scandal enveloping Biden is also a major factor. A CNN poll finds that 61% are convinced that he was involved in his son's prolific influence peddling schemes. Sentiment will only grow more negative as the House impeachment inquiry opens this week with its first hearing on Thursday. Members plan to dig deep into those schemes that netted tens of millions of dollars from America's foreign adversaries. We already know that the elder Biden attended meetings, he dined with oligarchs, he spoke on the phone with his son's overseas partners, but he also exerted his power. Whether Biden personally profited is legally irrelevant, because exploiting a public office to enrich others is still the crime of bribery, although the leftist-dominated media seems completely unaware of this. This is the same clueless press that also insists there is no evidence that Joe Biden did anything wrong or illegal. But a review of the established facts and the applicable criminal statutes suggests otherwise. Witnesses, emails, texts, White House logs, photographs, and other evidentiary material produced thus far show that Joe Biden helped further his son's profiteering scams by selling access to the vice president and promises of future influence. Biden was the brand, Hunter's partner Devin Archer told Congress. Without Joe's willingness, there was no brand to hawk. The Biden family got rich by auctioning it off to the highest overseas bidders, Russia, China, Ukraine, Romania, Kazakhstan, and nefarious characters in other countries over which the elder Biden dictated foreign policy. A promise alone in exchange for money constitutes bribery under the criminal codes. However, there is evidence that Joe went far beyond mere promises and actually conferred benefits in return for cash funneled into a myriad of mysterious companies controlled by his son. All right, what benefits? Well, Joe bragged on camera that he forced the firing of the prosecutor general in Ukraine by threatening to withhold a billion dollars in U.S. aid. That prosecutor, Viktor Shokin, was investigating the energy giant Burisma, who was paying Hunter Biden a million dollars a year. Shokin had already seized assets and was aiming to shut down the company. 
When Joe intervened, the prosecutor was promptly sacked. The probe vanished overnight. Thereafter, the payola continued to flow into the Hunter-controlled accounts. Is that a criminal quid pro quo? Well, it sure looks like it. Among the documented proof is an email from a Burisma executive urging Hunter to use his influence in government to halt the investigation. And that is when he flew to Dubai to personally meet with the CEO, Mikola Zalashevsky, who demanded that he get his dad on the telephone, which he did. Days later, Joe flew to Kiev to engineer Shokin's firing. A trusted and credible informant told the FBI that Zolashevsky bribed both Joe and Hunter Biden to make the Burisma scandal disappear. Corroborating or discounting that claim is one of the legitimate purposes of an impeachment inquiry. The mainstream media audaciously claims that these events have been debunked because Vice President Biden was simply carrying out approved U.S. policy. That is not remotely true. Documents have emerged that the Departments of State, Treasury, and Justice, as well as the Interagency Policy Committee, had complimented Shokin's progress in fighting corruption. As a result, Biden was instructed to deliver the American aid. Instead, he defied the Obama administration's approved policy and extorted Shokin's firing to neutralize the Burisma investigation, which kept the Biden gravy train of cash chugging right along. It seems that Joe wasn't fighting corruption. He was actively engaged in it. By itself, the Burisma evidence is sufficient more than sufficient for the House of Representatives to launch an impeachment inquiry to establish whether there are grounds for removal from office. Beyond Ukraine, there's compelling evidence that Joe was also involved in generating millions of dollars for his son in China. The two flew together to Beijing aboard Air Force Two where Hunter met with potential business partners who immediately began funneling money into the son's accounts. When Hunter wanted more, he sent a WhatsApp message discovered by IRS whistleblowers that said, quote, I'm sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. That was then followed by a thinly veiled threat, quote, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. End of quote. Well, the shakedown worked perfectly. Shortly thereafter, literally within days, $5 million was wired to Hunter's company. Now, the media wants you to believe that none of this amounts to evidence involving Joe Biden. It most certainly does. Equally incriminating is the email that outlines a split of Chinese profits with 10 held by H for the big guy. Two of Hunter's former partners explained that this was shorthand for 10% held by the son for his father. Other messages warned 
never to speak directly to Joe about his involvement, which is why they invented code names like Celtic and Big Guy. Regardless, it's immaterial whether Biden ever received his share because attempted bribery and conspiracy laws would be sufficient to bring criminal charges without money transfers into his account. Here's a quote. I have not taken a penny from any foreign source ever in my life. That's Joe Biden in a 2020 presidential debate. Whether that's true is an open question, but it came at the same time that Joe falsely claimed, my son has not made money from China. Now, of course, that was a lie exposed by Hunter Biden himself in court in July. He confessed to the federal judge, indeed, he had made massive sums of money from China. Financial documents prove it. One of the primary goals of the impeachment committee is to follow the money. There are more than 150 suspicious activity reports that U.S. banks flagged to the Financial Crimes Division at the Department of Justice, showing illicit, if not illegal, overseas money transfers amounting to a staggering $20 million flowing into a complex web of 20 shell companies that seem to have no other purpose than to disguise the original source of the funds. If true, this would rise to the crime of money laundering. It is truly baffling how Hunter Biden has never been charged with illegal lobbying under the Foreign Agents Registration Act, otherwise known as FARA, since it is clear, it's obvious, what he was doing. But the IRS whistleblowers answered that question when they testified that the Justice Department ran interference throughout their probe, corrupting the case with preferential treatment and preventing investigators from asking questions about Joe's involvement in his son's schemes. U.S. Attorney David Weiss, now special counsel, deliberately allowed the statute of limitations to expire on Hunter's most egregious tax crimes covering three full years. The fix was in to protect the president's son and his father's complicity. The committee intends to subpoena the personal and business records of the president's son and daughter. They must also get their hands on Joe Biden's banking records, as well as the 5,400 alias emails he surreptitiously sent. If the president has nothing to hide as he claims, why continue to hide them? There is more than ample evidence to justify the opening of this week's impeachment inquiry. And if Joe Biden is innocent, as both Democrats and their handmaidens in the media insist, they should welcome the opportunity to publicly clear him. If they can make their case effectively, there will be no need for articles of impeachment to be drawn or voted on. But I suspect that the opposite will come to pass. The more we dig into the Biden family corruption racket, the more damning evidence surfaces that implicates Joe Biden in what amounts to the biggest set of bribery and influence peddling schemes in American political history. 
It is exactly what our founders feared the most, a greedy president willing to sell out his country for profit. Joining me now to talk about it is Roger Severino, Vice President of Domestic Policy at the Heritage Foundation. He served under President Trump as Director of the Office for Civil Rights at the Health and Human Services Department under Obama. He was a civil rights attorney at the Department of Justice. Roger, uh, great to have you on The Brief. Thanks for having me, The media keeps insisting, and I mean, this is a constant refrain every day. There's no evidence that Joe Biden did anything wrong. There's no evidence that he was ever involved in his son's uh, influence peddling schemes. What say you? His involvement was the entire point, right? Hunter Biden was trading on his relationship to the vice president, who he called the big guy in his dealings with Burisma and Chinese interests. He was on the board of an energy company in Ukraine. He had himself, he admits, he had no qualifications to do it. He was getting paid a million dollars a year for that. Why would he be getting a million dollars a year? Because of his relationship with his father, who was vice president at the time. The whole premise was that his father would be involved and help solve whatever problems that his agents needed in Ukraine. And lo and behold, they were being investigated by the local prosecutor in Ukraine, the national prosecutor. And that was a problem for Burisma. And they cashed in their insurance policy. Their insurance policy was they could go to Hunter Biden, who would then go to the big guy and get something done. Now, what was done? What was done was that that Vice President Joe Biden pressured the government of Ukraine to get rid of and fire the prosecutor that was investigating Burisma that was paying a million dollars a year to Hunter Biden, right? So you have the entire link of what actually happened, the insurance policy taken out, so-called by Hunter Biden, and then the results, he fired the prosecutor that's investigating him. Now, the last piece that we need to get, and that's where an impeachment inquiry could could help, is the direct link where you see an email exchange between Hunter Biden and the big guy that where it was all made as explicit as what appears to be quite obvious. And that's why you need a little bit more investigation. But the path is absolutely clear. The whole point of him getting paid a million dollars a year was so that he could get the influence from his father, who was vice president. It was a quid pro quo. So... Uh, Biden uses his power of public office to confer a benefit on Burisma. Uh, In exchange, Burisma is paying a million dollars a year to Hunter Biden. And once the prosecutor is gone and the investigation into the company vanishes, the money continues to flow to Hunter Biden. Now, you know, people in the media and Democrats have been saying, well, but you can't show that any of that money from Burisma went to Joe Biden. But if you read the bribery statute, 18 U.S.C. 201, it doesn't have to go to Joe Biden. The, the statute says if you use your public office to confer a benefit in exchange for money to another person or entity other than the office holder, that's still bribery, right? Oh, absolutely. And we have anti-nepotism rules throughout the federal government where you can't do favors for your family members. If your family member gets a benefit, it has to be absolutely separated from your government power and your authority. Otherwise, it's bribery, plain and simple. And what are the odds that 
President Biden did not know that his son was raking in millions to fuel his reckless lifestyle with the drug abuse and the partying. Uh, he knew that this was going on. And in fact, we have evidence from Hunter Biden himself that half of his money was going to his father, right? These were private communications that were revealed on the laptop that he was giving 50% of his income to his dad. So it's not just that his family benefit. There's some evidence that he benefited himself. There's evidence that he paid for some of President Biden's bills. They lived together in, in Delaware, right? They had a very close relationship. The odds that President Biden knew nothing, saw nothing, plays ignorant, it's just incredibly hard to believe, especially when he was saying that he had no knowledge of his business dealings, never never a thing, not nothing whatsoever. Well, it turns out he actually showed up at the dinner with some of the Burisma folks and made a personal appearance. All this information starts coming out, right? What is really going on? What we know is that his family benefited in massive corruption, right? If you believe that Hunter Biden is somehow innocent, then he has some art to sell you at a very high price, right? The corruption just goes on and on and on where he's getting paid off because the understanding is, he will have influence with his dad, the big guy. And we have direct evidence that that happened because when it was to the benefit of Hunter Biden, President Biden took action. And that's the quid pro quo you're looking for. This amounts to the biggest bribery, influence peddling scandal in American history based on sheer dollars alone, already uncovered through suspicious activity reports and other wire transfers that the Oversight Committee uh, has discovered. Right now, it's up to more than $20 million flowing into Biden-controlled bank accounts. And some of that money, once it's laundered through various shell companies, ends up in the greedy hands of Biden family members. And the question is, what in the world did they do to get that foreign mm -hmm. money? Yeah. And, and the corruption is worsened by the fact that DOJ is covering it up. So you had the smoking gun of all these transfers, all these shell companies, millions of dollars to Hunter Biden, who was absolutely unqualified to receive it. And then DOJ is getting rid of the murder weapon. They were investigating Hunter Biden for tax fraud. And 2014 and 2015 were some of the primary years where the money was coming from Burisma to Hunter Biden. And DOJ let the statute of limitations lapse. That means they cannot bring those claims now. And that is absolutely unjustifiable. So when I was a DOJ trial attorney, the cardinal sin that you could ever commit would be to miss the filing deadline for a statute of limitations, right? That, that is the biggest unforced error you could do. And they actually had a tolling agreement that extended the deadline and they decided to let it go away. That is absolutely inexcusable. It stinks of a cover-up. Those were the key years where the IRS agents and DOJ would have been investigating to get the receipts of the money transfers and hold Hunter Biden accountable for lying on his tax forms for the millions of dollars and, and not claiming it. Yet, they're just sweeping it under the rug, right? And that that is perhaps the biggest scandal of all, not only the allegations of bribery and the links we see, but then weaponizing DOJ to cover it up, right? This is worse than Watergate. Yeah, it really is. And it's not just allowing the statute of limitations uh, to expire. There's more than that. The IRS whistleblowers, uh, two of them came forward and they recounted in vivid detail the other actions taken by the Department of Justice 
and David Weiss, the U.S. attorney now special counsel, including um, tipping off Hunter Biden's lawyers about a planned search warrant where there was already obtained probable cause, tipping them off in advance about a surprise interview uh, with Hunter Biden. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on of all the things they did. Was this a protection racket for Hunter Biden, but also for Joe Biden, because the evidence indicates he was complicit in his son's bribery influence peddling scheme. So you've got to protect the son to protect the father who's president. Right. And anything that could possibly lead to the president directly was squashed. So the IRS whistleblowers are heroes, and they revealed that there was political interference at the highest levels, and they were trying to cabin David Weiss and prohibit him from going to other jurisdictions. Uh, And then they had that sweetheart deal. They were going to let Biden, Hunter Biden off with less than a slap on the wrist. They were going to dismiss slam dunk gun charges, et cetera. And I mentioned earlier the big guy, right? So there's communications where Hunter Biden talked about the big guy being involved with these corrupt dealings. IRS agents were prohibited from asking any questions about the big guy. They were prohibited from having a warrant issued at President Biden's house because Hunter Biden had lived with them, had stored documents there. That was squashed. And as you pointed out, they were being tipped off ahead of time about other warrants and other investigations, which does not happen. Normally, the prosecutors prosecute, and the defense attorneys are the ones who are supposed to fight for the other side. And it, this seems like they're switching sides, right? They're, they're doing things for the defense that would never happen. And the sweetheart deal fell apart because a judge looked and said, this never happens. What are you trying to do? You're trying to immunize Hunter Biden forever and uh, by getting rid of these gun charges and everything else that could possibly be related at the same time period? I've never seen something like that before. The judge asked the hard questions. It all fell apart. It all fell apart. And now DOJ is scrambling to save face. They brought back the gun charges. But again, the 2014 and 2015 smoking gun, they disposed of that evidence because now that statute of limitations is lapped, right? So they can't be allowed to get away with this. That's why there's, it's appropriate to have a congressional inquiry into this to get to the bottom of it because DOJ is in the tank for Hunter Biden. They have switched teams. You know, it's not just uh, the smoking gun document, uh, H, uh, holding for the big guy, uh, which, by the way, two of his partners have now confirmed the big guy was Joe Biden. And it meant they're going to hold his 10 percent share of the millions they're going to make from China uh, for Joe Biden. Um, But there are other emails connected to China. Uh, The WhatsApp message Uh, that the IRS whistleblowers discover where it's an obvious shakedown for millions of dollars. Um, And Hunter Biden, you know, sends this message, this, you know, encrypted message to the Chinese partner saying, you know, do what we tell you. I'm sitting here next to my father and, you know, we will make certain Uh, our ability to hold a grudge that you will regret for not following my direction. Days later, five million gets transferred into Hunter Biden controlled uh, accounts in his company. Um, That I mean, that is an obvious shakedown that implicates Mm -hmm. Joe Biden. Now, whether Biden is actually sitting there or not, we don't know. But that's something the committee wants to find out. Right. And, And here's the thing. 
Nobody pays millions upon millions of dollars for nothing. Okay. Hunter Biden was providing no actual expertise on energy policy, et cetera. What he was providing was access and influence to Vice President Biden at the time. That was the entire point. And to think they would have paid him millions upon millions for nothing presumes that that uh, Joe Biden is absolutely innocent and these people are idiots. Um, I, I don't think that's the case, right? People that, that spend that much money do it for very good reason. And we have the evidence of what already happened with the influence peddling in Ukraine, right? So you would imagine that maybe the Chinese saw what happened in Ukraine and said, wow, we want to do that too. And then they started the contracts with Hunter Biden to again provide no real services other than the big guy being there sitting next to him saying, unless you do X, Y, and Z, there'll be consequences, right? So that's the thing. He said that his father was fully involved, right? His father is saying pleading ignorance, and that story has been demolished over time. His son benefited. His father absolutely knew that the money was coming from somewhere and knew that his that somewhere had to be had to involve these shady business dealings because he attended some of the dinners with these shady people. So the story has fallen apart, and now they're just hoping it all goes away. It cannot be allowed to go away. This is one of the biggest scandals in American history in terms of influence peddling. Uh, Joe Biden bragged about getting rid of the prosecutor, bragged about it, right? Talk about interfering, interfering in the internal affairs of another country. And when Trump, right, he was actually, they opened impeachment against him because of his one phone call to uh, Ukraine, right? Here we have the vice president, now president, bragging about interfering in the internal affairs of Ukraine to get rid of a prosecutor who just so happened to be investigating the person who's giving millions to his son. No, no, that, that, that does not pass the laugh test. It's, it's yeah. obvious that, that the influence peddling was going on. And the most logical conclusion is Joe Biden knew all about it. You know, the um, ever the apologists, the media uh, keep saying, oh, you know, that whole Burisma thing about uh, Joe, uh, that's been debunked. Joe was just carrying out U.S. policy. Well, in the last couple of months, uh, documents have emerged that that show state treasury and justice departments, as well as the interagency policy committee, um, had complimented. Uh, Prosecutor Victor Shokin's uh, progress in fighting corruption. And and Joe Biden was told, go ahead and give the aid when you go over there to Ukraine. Instead, he did the opposite. He defied the administration's policy and in an extortion, uh, you know, threatens to withhold aid unless they fire the prosecutor. He gets sacked and overnight the probe vanishes and the money continues to flow to to Hunter Biden. I mean, the media continues to excuse and apologize this. And that's the same media that was so happy to quickly convict Donald Trump in the court of public opinion in what turned out to be a complete hoax. Um, If anybody has any doubts about how media reporting is infected by overwhelming uh, bias, I mean, this is it, isn't it? Oh, well, look at the compare and contrast, right? The media has been absolutely obsessed with going after Justice Thomas because he went on a fishing trip, right? 
Whereas, and of course, it was with people who had no business actually before the court. And you have President Biden's son receiving millions per year, tens of millions now, if you add it all up with all the other Chinese and Ukrainian interests. And they are decidedly uncurious to find out what exactly happened here. When I was in government service, you had to disclose stocks you owned. I was at HHS at the time. I couldn't own any stock in any pharmaceutical companies or any hospitals, et cetera, et cetera, because I would have to recuse myself from all dealings with those issues. His own son was involved with this prosecutor, and he did not recuse himself, right? This, it is shocking. Just there's basic ethical rules that apparently don't apply to President Biden when his family is benefiting to the tune of millions, right? It's rules for me. I'm sorry, rules for thee and not for me. And that seems to be the 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 uh, modus operandi for this administration, the double standards in terms of ethics, the weaponization in the DOJ, the regular guy would be prosecuted to the hilt. But if you're connected and your name is Biden, forget it, you get off scot-free. Now, Joe Biden's poll numbers uh, continue to tank. There's a new ABC Washington Post poll that's uh, it's got to send alarm bells throughout the White House. Um, there's also a CNN poll that finds 61% of Americans are convinced that Joe Biden was involved in his son's influence peddling schemes. Do you suspect that as the impeachment inquiry continues to dig up more incriminating evidence, that poll number of 61% who say Joe's involved will go up? It it should, right? As the truth comes out, and often the cover-up is worse than a crime, we have to fix DOJ, hold them accountable. You saw Merrick Garland at the hearing recently, he testified before Congress, evasive, dodging, ducking. The most frustrating thing you can imagine, he just refuses to even say whether or not he met with David Weiss, right? You could say, at least give us that. Did you meet with him? Did you meet with anybody at the FBI? He couldn't remember if you met with anybody at the FBI about this investigation. If you don't have the the watchdogs doing their job, it has to be Congress who steps in and then issuing subpoenas to get to the bottom of this. And of course, we'll see if DOJ would actually enforce the subpoenas. But we need the light to come in because light is the best disinfectant. And the more the information comes out, the more the American public is going to say, wow, this really looks like corruption. It really looks like bribery. Uh, We know that Hunter Biden is one of the most unsavory characters on the planet. And the odds that President Biden knew nothing about it is uh, unbelievable, just absolutely unbelievable. But he keeps playing the ignorant card and that that house of cards keeps falling, falling over the more the evidence comes out. Right. So it's, I think it's mostly a matter of time, uh, so long as Congress is willing to do the hard work and investigate. Well, they appear as though they intend to do so. Roger Severino, uh, Vice President uh, of Domestic Policy at Heritage Foundation. You served as a civil rights attorney uh, for both President Trump and President Obama. Thanks for taking the time to join us on The Brief. My pleasure. And that's The Brief. I'm Greg Jarrett. Thanks for listening.